Welcome to the third episode of The Lonely Adonis. I am your host, Nico. The story you're about to hear is inspired by a true event. Names and other details have been changed to protect the privacy of the individuals involved. Some scenes in this episode may not be suitable for very young audiences. We invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy. Thank you for tuning in to The Lonely Adonis. The Island Boy, a tropical encounter. We will be staying there for a week. You better come. You have been working your ass off these past few months. Take a break, Dimitri. You need it. Those were Tony's last words to poor Dimitri. At 26, Dimitri has spent the last four years of his life working as a full-time nurse in a government-owned hospital in the Philippines. Tony, his best friend, secretly feels sorry for Dimitri. There was nothing special about him. At least, that's how Dimitri sees himself. He was born in a middle-class family with middle-class genetics. Dimitri dreams to work in London someday. From childhood, his mom always nagged, If you work as a nurse abroad, you will be rich. This kind of thinking made 60% of Filipino children born in the years 1987 to 1994 dream of becoming a nurse. It is true. Nurses are very well paid in other countries. But working as a nurse in the Philippines is tough. You get overworked, but underpaid. Dimitri did not mind though. He loves his job. He is assigned to the pediatric ward and he always felt light around children. He does not complain about his salary as well because it was enough for his average lifestyle. He was not into expensive clothes or expensive gadgets. He is quite satisfied with his H&M filled wardrobe. He does not mind using an iPhone 7, even if Apple just released the new iPhone 11. His parents do not ask him for money or make him pay bills. He has his salary all to himself. Most of his money goes to his savings account. He plans to use this amount to fund his British dreams. Tony had been convincing Dimitri to tag along Cebu's famous Bantayan Island. It is to celebrate Tony and Mario's third year anniversary. Tony's well-off boyfriend Mario has a family-owned resort there. They have reserved a separate room for Dimitri. We will look for guys you can hook up with, Tony said. Alright, alright. I'll go with you guys only because I want to spend time with you. I won't go there for hookups, Dimitri replied. Dimitri knows too well he does not have a good chance at hookups. With his average looks and stature, he never had any luck finding a lover. He is intelligent and he has a good heart, but people are superficial by nature. They don't see these traits at first glance. 
Buntayan Island is too hard to resist, though. It is four hours from Cebu City, where Dimitri is residing. It is a very well-known tourist spot. With proper development, Bantayan Island may give Maldives a good run for its money. Dimitri's supervisor has been convincing him to take a break, and now he is about to have the perfect one. Five work days off, free transportation, and free accommodation. Dimitri knows he's going to have his best vacation yet. The day of the trip has now come. Step out, we're in front of your house, Tony texted. Dimitri bid farewell to his mom and dad and promised to bring them Bantayan's famous dried fish on his return. Dimitri hastily went outside and saw Tony and Mario waiting inside a brand new Ford Everest. He climbed up the back seat and could smell the car's citrusy scent, which further enhanced his already good mood. I only slept for a few hours last night. I was so excited I woke up earlier than usual, Dimitri said. Well, good for you, Tony replied. I haven't slept all night because my good boyfriend made me pack all our stuff last night. Hey, I needed sleep. I'll be driving for three hours straight, Mario countered. Anyway, Dimitri, you need to find a guy to sleep with. Or guys to sleep with. You can have a different one every night. We won't judge you. I'll try my best, Dimitri said. We should take him to the strip every night. There are a lot of bars there. He might snag one of the hot tourists roaming around the area. Dimitri laughed at what Tony had just said. He did not say anything. He was busy enjoying the green fields on his left, which seemed to become greener the farther they went from the city. With a cool air conditioning, good music, and good scenery, Dimitri felt relaxed. He hasn't felt this way for a very long time. He sat back, closed his eyes, and enjoyed Ed Sheeran's soothing vocals. And then he fell asleep. Guys, wake up. We're here. Dimitri and Tony both woke up and realized that their vehicle already boarded the ship heading to Bantayan Island. Let's go up the cabin to get food. Dimitri might meet some hot sailors there, <laughs> Mario said. How many hours will we be on this boat? I sometimes get seasick with long hours at sea, Dimitri asked. This will take about an hour or more. It won't be long, Tony said. After an hour or more, Dimitri could now read the big sign saying, Welcome to Santa Fe, Bantayan Island. He could see the clear blue water surrounding them, obviously cleaner than the waters from Cebu. This is it. This is paradise. Dimitri felt butterflies in his stomach. This is the beginning of a pleasure-filled week.
The trio, Dimitri, Mario, and Tony, wasted no time swimming in the warm, clear waters of the island while drinking sweet juice from fresh young coconuts. This is life, Dimitri thought. We should get changed. We are hitting the bar tonight, Tony suggested. And so they did. Mario and Tony picked their most vibrant, almost matching, orange and blue tropical polo shirts, while Dimitri picked a light fabric, long sleeve white shirt with a deep V neckline. That shirt always made him feel sexy. The trio then drove to the place called The Strip. It was literally a strip of bars and restaurants. They were welcomed with a fun, catchy reggae song sung by the live band playing. They ate and drank outside a hut named Coco's Nest. Dimitri fixed his eyes on one of the waiters. He was sexy, he thought. He looked like he was in his early 30s. He was tall, dark, macho and handsome. Deliciously Filipino. Paolo was his name, according to his name tag. Dimitri felt turned on by the sight of Paolo's broad shoulders and strong chest. The cold, red horse beer he was drinking made him want him even more. Tony and Mario decided it was time to head back home. Tony was almost too drunk to function. We'll do this again tomorrow, Mario said. You guys go ahead. I'll take one of the tricycles on the way home. A tricycle is a motorcycle with a sidecar attached, the island's main transportation. Are you sure? Bantayan is pretty safe anyway. Have fun and don't stay out late, Mario said. Dimitri ordered two more bottles of beer until he decided he was in the mood for night swimming. The beach is just a few steps away from where he was drinking, so he paid his bill got up and started to walk towards the beach. Mind if I join you? A deep, husky voice said. Dimitri looked behind him and saw the beautiful bronze boy he was staring at the whole time while he was at the bar. Wow, this is unexpected. Is your shift over? Dimitri nervously asked. He was unsure of the situation. Yes, it is. Paolo replied while placing his right muscular arm around Dimitri's shoulders. Today's payday, and I'm going to buy you drinks by the beach. Well, thank you, but why would you do that to a complete stranger? Dimitri asked. You're no stranger. We've had enough eye contact the whole night. I feel like I've known you enough, Paolo said. Come on, I'll take you somewhere cool. Paolo grabbed Dimitri by the hand and led him to his motorcycle. The duo arrived at an open beach. It was called Virgin Beach. It truly looked virgin, as if it was untouched by humanity. Let's waste no time, Paolo said, while opening two bottles of beer with a bottle opener attached to his keychain. 
tell me about your dreams, he said. I dream of working as a nurse in England one day. I work as a nurse in Cebu City. How about you? What's your dream? Wow. People don't really ask me that question. You are one of the few, and it's nice to be asked that question. When you're an uneducated waiter on a small island, people assume you don't have dreams. But I do. And my dream is to have my own resto bar. We make a lot of money from tourists. I'm saving up for that dream. Paolo replied, I can't think of any other way to make money in this place. I know you'll achieve that. I believe you can, Dimitri replied. After finishing four bottles of Red Horse, Paolo decided it was time to swim. Dimitri was caught off guard when he took his shirt off. Paolo revealed his strong mahogany chiseled chest and washboard abs. His bronze skin shined under the moonlight. Dimitri followed him to the beach. He hesitantly removed his shirt. He did not want to reveal his average body. He felt insecure standing next to Paolo's statuesque figure. Dimitri started feeling cold when Paolo decided to swim underwater and disappeared for about a minute. Paolo, this is not funny. Where are you? It's dark and you're drunk. This is dangerous. Paolo sprang out of the water. He was now towering behind Dimitri. Do you feel cold? Paolo asked. Yeah, kind of, Dimitri replied. Does this make you feel better? Paolo started pressing his hard body against Dimitri's soft one. Dimitri can't help but let his hands explore Paolo's smooth, solid back. The warm, physical contact lasted for a few minutes until Paolo leaned back and touched Dimitri's face caressed his lips, and kissed him. Paolo's lips felt tender against his. Dimitri has never been kissed all his life. Electricity started flowing from his lips to his crotch. Let's go to my place, Dimitri said. Dimitri hurriedly closed his room's door. He can't wait to taste more of Paolo's sweet lips. Paolo, who remained shirtless the whole time, was already sitting on Dimitri's bed, waiting for him to pounce. Dimitri pounced all right. He saddled on top of Paolo's strong legs. He started kissing him torridly while playing with his chocolate-colored nipples. Dimitri's tongue then explored Paolo's godlike torso, and eventually, his godlike rod. Dimitri thought Paolo's skin tasted sweet, and his nectar tasted even sweeter. He just couldn't stop what he was doing. Paolo was delicious, he thought. Paolo grabbed his backpack 
pulled out one of his lubricated condoms, wrapped it around his shaft, and carried Dimitri while Dimitri's legs were wrapped around his body. He pressed Dimitri against the wall and started pumping. Dimitri was now impaled by Paolo's spear. It stung a little, but it felt good. Dimitri liked the pressure he felt within the walls of his cave when Paolo pumped his rod back and forth. Paolo started fondling Dimitri's nipple while he was impaling him. It felt amazing. Dimitri was in heaven. They both finished the night with a powerful orgasm. Paolo sprayed his sweet nectar all over Dimitri's lips while Dimitri touched himself until he came. It was an amazing night. The two ended up sleeping naked, skin to skin, arms wrapped around each other. That was the night Dimitri bid farewell to his virginity. He never thought he'd make love and fall in love with a fine man on the same night. But yet, he did. The bright sun shone and woke the pair up. Paolo greeted Dimitri by placing a kiss on his forehead. The couple spent a good two hours embracing each other, naked. They liked how warm their bodies felt in Dimitri's air-conditioned room. Paolo, I like you. I like you very much, Dimitri said affectionately. I feel the same way about you, Paolo replied. Come and live with me in the city. We can save up for your dream together. With you by my side, I won't have to fly to London, Dimitri said. I would love to, Dimitri, Paolo said. I really want to, but I can't. Dimitri stared at him, looking puzzled. Why, Paolo? Why can't you do that? I'll take care of you. I promise, Dimitri begged. I cannot. I'm very sorry, Paolo said. I'm married. Dimitri laughed at how the universe was making a fool out of him. In his first night in paradise, Dimitri found the love of his life, but he eventually lost him the next morning. Dimitri did spend the remaining days on the island with Paolo most of the time, but the time came when they needed to bid each other farewell. Dimitri left the island with a broken heart but with a little bit of hope. Dimitri had a gift of predicting things. Deep inside, he was sure he and Paolo will eventually belong to each other. He just isn't entirely sure when this will be. Next month? Next year? Or maybe next lifetime?
We hope you enjoy that episode. Do you want to share your story? Email us at thelonelyadonis at gmail.com. See you on our next story time. Thank you.